Back to Bigger Than the Score with Peter Ferguson from Lincoln Public Schools on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. All right, welcome back to 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than the Score. This is Peter Ferguson. Again, Peter Ferguson, BHS LLC and Lincoln Public Schools. And here with Jake, he got up this morning and got the alarm going, said he had to escape the house with a little two-year-old, right? That's, that's right, yeah. <laughs> My wife's... Uh taking care of the morning duties awesome (laughs) awesome well hey no appreciative of him being here and we're gonna roll right into it excited to have uh scholar taryn anderson who is a um, scholar at lincoln north star high school and she'll tell you a little bit more about that but how things going this morning taryn it's going good. How about you? Awesome, awesome. Now, did you have prom last night? No. Okay, your prom's was that next week. N- next week? Yeah. Okay, so we got to we'll get some more cert list, you know, some more of the threads on Facebook here coming in next week with North Star. So, hey, Taryn, let's just start off by telling just a little bit. Um, just tell us a little bit about yourself. You're, you know, did you always go to school here in Lincoln, elementary, middle, high school? Um, kind of tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, so I've always lived in Lincoln, Nebraska. I've where elementary school, I was in Coozer. Okay. Then I went to SCO for middle school, and now I'm currently at North Star. Okay, so she was a SCO Skyhawk and then went over to North Star as a navigator. And so tell us, uh, who's in your family? Um, so it's my mom and dad okay. and my younger sister, Kendall, and I have two dogs at home. Okay, fantastic. You want to give them a name shout-out? I always do that. I, I appreciate the fact you said your mom first. We've had a couple times people have come in here and forget somebody in their family. So um, it's a great time. Give them a shout-out real quick. Yeah, so I have um, both sets of my grandparents at home, like here in Lincoln. Okay. I have my aunt and uncle with my three cousins. And just, yeah, just – Awesome. Living, uh, thriving in Lincoln. Awesome. So you talked about a little bit where you got to school at North Star. You're at North Star. Um, tell us a little bit, what do you do at North Star? What have you been involved with right now just at high school-wise? So I've mainly been in the soccer program, okay. and I've been there all four years, even throughout COVID, okay. which um, kind of threw off freshman year. Mm. But with it, just kind of help supporting. We did concessions with all the different kind of sports. We even got to do football a couple of times which is pretty good, but yeah. Awesome. So you said, so your freshman year was co- the COVID year, yeah. um, in quote, or there's COVID years, but was, was that, tell a little bit about like, we've heard, but I mean, we're getting, you know, two, three, four years away. What was, what was that like when we talked earlier about transitions? So from middle school and then all of a sudden you go to high school and it's like, wait a minute, this isn't, this isn't what I expected. Yeah, it was pretty weird. Like, I think for freshman year, I didn't really think much of it mm. just because the it was kind of an afterthought, I felt like, with some of the curriculum. But with it, like, we still had the opportunity to learn about it. It was just not really hands-on okay. with it. But then once it was sophomore year, then it was kind of like, okay, this is kind of pretty weird yeah. with the different, like, Zoom. Okay. How, and then also, like, in the second semester, it was, like, 50-50. Mm-hmm. So, like, some people went to Zoom, some people were um, in school, but it was never the same for both of them, so. Wow. Yeah, I can only imagine, like, we, we kind of, you start seeing things kind of come back on just threads, and it's like that anniversary and the drive-by graduations and, and those different things. And so you'll, you will have that unique perspective, because I think you're the first graduating class 
um, that has gone all four years that experienced that at the start. So um, I, I'd say in a lot of ways, congratulations, but also thank you for persevering um, and, and being a part of that. So you talked about you play soccer um, mm-hmm. over at North Star. Talk a little bit about like where did where did your interest in athletics start? And I have to, you know, full disclosure, I know your parents. Um, and so I actually went to college with them. And so you're like, okay, this old, old man's in here interviewing me um, in regards to things. But where did your interest in sports um, start? Did it start because of them? Was it something you saw other people doing? You're like, this is something I want to do, et cetera, et cetera. I don't remember exactly how I wanted to start it. I just remember I started at a very young age. I started from micro soccer. Okay. So I just kept developing as time went on, kept moving to different clubs. And I finally just reached to Extreme, which became FC Lincoln. Okay. So I've been there for probably roughly with Extreme and FC, maybe eight years or a little bit more. So, yeah. So when you talk about micro soccer for Jay here, who's got a two-year-old, I call that the amoeba soccer. <laughs> the ball goes here and everybody, it's like da-da-da, and it's like uh, even the goalie. So, so what, do you, what do you remember just about kind of like what interests you to kind of get past that to kind of say, you know what, I want to keep playing this. This is something that kind of not only interests me, but I have some skill sets at that would be really kind of um, cool to take to that next level. I felt like it was just the experience, really, that I really enjoyed. It was the friendships I made, the like, my ability to connect with other people, too. Like, even though, like, we were younger and stuff, like, I just felt like it was special with what we had as a team. Not really. It was just, like, people that came together. It was more of just, like, we all came with a certain agreement that mm. let's play, let's have fun. So I think it was just more of the experience. Awesome. And so as you've kind of gone through that, like, you know, elementary, middle school and high school, you know, I always ask this question, like, what's something and knowing your family and kind of knowing a little bit about your journey, like, what is something that people like just, you know, even looking at you or I always say, what's something that's not on, you know, it's not on your resume, you know, that that you've had to kind of engage in, work through and also been part of maybe some of the successes that you had. Yeah, so I have an amino deficiency okay. um, called specific antibody deficiency, which makes me kind of more prone to being sick to different illnesses. And I might have it for a longer period of time than others. And I also have Crohn's disease. And I got diagnosed with that in middle school and I was in eighth grade. So, like, not much people, like, know about it, like, on the outside for me now, just because of how healthy I've become. But later on, like... I didn't even think I'd be able to play soccer when I was in eighth grade. Wow. So, so tell us, like, you know, for those that aren't, you know, when you talked about the, the immune piece and everything, like, what, what does that mean to you as a, you know, as a middle school student, you know, um, what led up to kind of that diagnosis and then you realizing that and then kind of some of the emotions, the highs and lows that you had with that? Yeah, so for my immune deficiency, like, I just kept getting sick with sinus infections and pneumonia and stuff like that, and we just didn't really know why, and we finally went to one of my doctors up in Children's Hospital of Omaha, Dr. Niebuhr, and we did some testing, and it found out that I had specific antibody deficiency, which makes me more prone to, like, some of those diseases. So, like, I didn't really think too much of it at the beginning, but like with the different treatment I've been taking and stuff to help it, I have to be more careful. Okay. So I kind of thought it like brought to the light, like how there's like certain things I need to be more careful of. Like when people go to the lake, I can't really go to the lake because there's different stuff that could get me sick 
or more prone to being getting sick. So, like, I just had to be more careful than the usual person with different stuff like that. So you talked about that. What about, like, school in general and then also sports? Because you talked about, like, I didn't know if I was going to be able to, to do sports. And then did COVID kind of impact um, kind of some of the things that you um, were able to do and then maybe things you had to maybe put some additional consideration in, um, whether you could do it or not? So in the very beginning, like, I was probably down, to, like, 50 pounds. Wow. And I just couldn't do anything. And, like, I remember the day before I got diagnosed, like, a couple of days before, like, I just could barely go up the stairs. Like, it was just hard for me. But so the day after I got diagnosed with Crohn's disease and I started getting a treatment plan written up, it kind of brought hope to me just because I kind of thought, like, maybe I can do this. And so actually for COVID, it was a blessing for me because for Zoom, I was able to do it in the hospital whenever I had to flare up with my gut. So I didn't have to, like, miss the school experience necessarily. So I could be in the hospital bed and watching Zoom with my teachers as if I'm not even in the hospital. So, like, even though I was in Omaha, I was still getting the experience I needed to school for learn, like, to learn, but while it was still in Lincoln. So, and also for soccer, when I had my Crohn, like, with Crohn's and I had a flare-up, I had to put an NG tube in which is like a nutrients thing. It's a tube that goes up into your nose and into your stomach. So even though I still had that in, I still tried out for soccer my sophomore oh, year. Wow. I just clipped it behind on my shirt and I kept playing. Okay. Well, and, and I think that's, you know, just hearing kind of, we use the word persevere, you know, you know, persevering, um, but just hearing kind of, you know, the, how you became adaptable and the different things, but you also didn't quit. Mm-hmm. You know, and I think a lot of times people think about, okay, how do I keep going? Um, with all that, like, who were some people that provided you support during that time? And, and what did that support look like? I feel like a lot of the um, support came from my family, mm-hmm. uh, my coaches over the years I've had for soccer, and some of my teachers I've had at North Star. Fantastic. What did that support look like? And then, um, well, yeah, we'll start with that. What did that support, you know, look like for you during those times? I felt like just being there when I really needed it the most. Like when I was first getting diagnosed, I no one knew what was wrong with me. My ankles were swollen. Um, just everything was out of whack and they didn't really know what. So I had multiple tests run and stuff like that. But I always had my family in the back corner with me there to just support me, whether it was calling, seeing me or anything like that. I'd say my soccer coaches, when I wasn't able to play, I was able to still be part of the team, whether that be helping coach from the sidelines or just being able to soak in the experience. I felt it was very impactful. Awesome. You're on 93.7 The Ticket, bigger than the score. Um, we're here with Taryn Anderson, who is a senior at North Star High School, and um, she's telling us about her journey, and um, it's it's fairly unique. Um, and I think we've, we've talked about, like, people who've been mentors or, you know, and supported you in your journey, but how during all this, how do you feel like you have impacted other individuals? Um, you know, I'll be honest, it wasn't something I was extremely aware of prior and knowing your dad and seeing some of the things that, put out you know for whether and I hate saying fundraisers but just I always say awareness opportunities Mm -hmm. you know how have you felt like you've made an impact on others just not only through maybe this disease but also as a person I feel like I'm very public about it Mm -hmm. just because not many people understand it 
just because like with the immune deficiency like it's only like one in four thousand people have it it's very rare so not a lot of people know about it some people may think it's fake or anything like that so i just want to bring out to the light and just talk about it because not many people know about it and i just feel like i could be the person if there's someone else in the world who may not want to speak up who may not want to say hey i have this disease it may be embarrassing or anything like that but just bring out like talk about it and bring awareness to it to try and find a cure for if if it's possible to find a cure and I, and I think you know just hearing your voice you said if it's possible not if but w you know when it happens mm -hmm. and I think that's always important to put forward so we'll talk a little bit later in the following segment like how people can support whether it be financially or, or different opportunities but tell us a little bit about your journey at North Star High School I mean your K through 12 journey you're you're getting ready to here walk the stage um, you got the senior pictures I mm -hmm. saw those and everything your your mom's here she's shedding a little tear not mm -hmm. ready quite to let her baby go but um tell us a little bit about what all that's looked like and um some moments that you've had that you're like you know i'm gonna take this with me forever yeah so um i've taken a lot of ap classes throughout the years now explain what that is I, rico might be listening he's never had one of those <laughs> so um if you could spell that out and just be real slow for <laughs> for us yeah so it's basically college classes okay i'm um, okay. taken in high school okay and it's just um more difficult it's kind of like a diff but then it's a little bit above a diff class okay. so i've taken like ap bio AP Chemistry, AP Lit, and just all those different kind of stuff like that. And I really enjoyed them just because it's a different experience and just the teachers bring out a different point of view okay. with it. Wow. And so, you know, what, what are you looking to, you know, as you've gone through, like what was one class that you just was like, okay, this is kind of honed in, you know, where I, where I want to go maybe in the future or – yeah, I'd say definitely the science classes I've wow. taken. Okay. So one of my favorite classes was AP Chemistry with Miss um, Vesley, okay. who was there. Um, she was just an amazing teacher. She like could like she was able to reach out to all the different students, have just like a one-on-one -on -one conversation, and just kind of know if something's up, something's the matter. And she's very flexible when it came to that kind of stuff, because like she knew like you're human and you're always gonna make mistakes, but there's able like you're able to just fix them if need be. Wow, when you when you talk about that, and I, I have to you know be just fully transparent. I didn't have a, I didn't do a ton of AP classes when I was going through, and so um, I think that's amazing that you you not only did that, but with everything else you had going on and family, sports, and in kind of the challenges you were facing um, to maintain that level. I think for just anybody that's going through life that not a lot's happening is a lot, but to, to be able to crush that the way you're doing is, is phenomenal. What, what is something that you would recommend, like a piece of advice that you would give to, to scholars um, coming up, either your peers now or that are younger, what's a piece of advice looking back that you would say, hey, I just need to give this to you and it's going to help you in your life? I just say take time with assignments and stuff. Kind of like set a time period for how long you want to do stuff. Like don't try and push everything back until the last minute or anything like that and just cram it all in. Just try and like do little pits and times every day. Like even just like glance over like notes you have in a certain class just because it's going to be beneficial in the long run. 
well, I don't know. That's just for young people, but as adults, because I was going to ask you on the opposite side, um, what's advice that you would give to, you know, um, I say seasoned individuals, adults um, that, that they need to take with them? I'd say just be understanding, mm-hmm. like just because um, the experience that they had when they were growing up is quite different than what it is mm-hmm. today. And that's even going to be once like my generation and stuff grows up the younger generations um, below us, they're gonna be having a different experience. So just be understandable and flexible with the way that um, they may experience things. So give us an example, like how have, you, how have your parents um, shown their flexibility or understanding towards you? Like I have decent freedom when it comes to my car okay. and I'm able to just drive around if I want, go shopping if I want. But then as long as I just let them know where I'm planning on going, they're totally fine with it. So a lot of parents out there like, shut the mic off, shut the mic. I don't need my kid hearing that or whatever else. But I think you've earned that. You mm-hmm. know, I think it's one of those things that it's not just something that they give. I mean, it's kind of a mutually beneficial. You mm-hmm. earn that trust. And then, you know, if there's things you're not doing, it gets taken away. But vice versa, mm-hmm. they have to, you know, they have to earn your trust as well on mm-hmm. those type of things. What, you know, we'll talk about later, but like what, what, are your future plans i mean that's that twenty thousand dollar question what are you going to do after high school i'm not just after high school but what do you what are your future plans for for taryn anderson um if you were to come back here in 10 years so i'm planning on going to unl and i'm okay. going to be majoring in microbiology i don't know what i'm going to wow. minor in yet but just probably in the science field <laughs> jake i just keep sitting there she's like okay i'm going to major in microbiology and i that stopped me right there he's like i don't know what i'm going to minor in yet i'm like you got, you have to add something else i was like i'd have just put the micro and been like hey put that on the degree and i'm good to go so you know that's no that's huge in itself um and so you know how you know what are some things you're looking forward to you kind of in your final stretch here at school you've got soccer Tell us about the soccer team a little bit and shout out to your teammates. What What is that looking like for you here for kind of the rest of the season? So it's a bit of a different dyma- dynamic out like also just because I'm also playing with my sister. Too. Okay, okay. So it's kind of a fun senior year with my sister. But I feel like we really developed as a team. Like we've done better than what we did last year. Awesome. But I mean, we could still be doing better right. and stuff like that. So we're still going to be playing. We have a couple of games ahead. And I'm just looking forward to every last moment. Awesome. So you're getting to play with your sister. What What's that like? Like, what's the best part about that? And then what's the piece that you're like, man, you know, not a challenge, but you're just like, it's just, uh, you know, it's it's just that one piece that you're like, Playing with your sister is cool, and then playing with your sister brings this kind of dynamic to things. Yeah, no, but um, so she's on defense, and I'm more up top. Okay. So we're on different sides of the fields, but um, one moment to remember was senior night, and so we were against Northeast, mm-hmm. and so first half is 0-0, like 0-0, they're ahead, and in the last five minutes of the second half, we scored three goals, wow. which was just amazing, and the last goal was my sister. Kendall Anderson wow. in the last 10 seconds. Wow. And it was just because they pushed her up, got the ball from a goal kick, and just went right in. That, you know, that's awesome. And that's something you'll, you like I said, never forget. And I think your family, but also your teammates, mm-hmm. um, get to celebrate that opportunity with you as well. What's the one thing, like playing with your sister, and I know her, you know, as a competitor that you're watching, you're like, man, okay, this is the one thing sometimes she gets on my nerves about. 
it's more of just like I feel like she just does so much better than me. She's just <laughs> over here. She's just like found in the box, just all that kind of stuff. And I'm just up top trying to yeah. link passes together. She gets more of the action, more so in the game than what would usually be in the club game. So she gets more of the action. I'm just kind of waiting up top, just waiting. <laughs> well, well, that's all right. You just say, you know what? I'm the I'm the team captain. I'm here. I'm the integral part of everything that's going on. This, that, and the other. Um, tell us, you know, a, a couple other things that I was kind of inquiring about. I want to just kind of go back to, you know, um, the the things you face. I don't like calling it a challenge, you know, mm -hmm. with Crohn's and et cetera. But like, what does that look like, you know, across the country for scholar, you know, scholars, and then just also potentially scholar athletes? So like, it's more different for every individual. Like I'm able to like with Zoom, I was able to do some of my classes and learn. But over the years, some people, they didn't have the opportunity to Zoom because teachers wouldn't want to zoom in just one student if they're having a flare-up or anything right. like that. And, like, I can't personally have, like, strawberries or blueberries. Like, I have to be careful of my diet. But I know some people, um, they can't have, like, nuts or salads and stuff like that. Like, I knew someone who had Crohn's in the throat because it can range from the throat all the way down to your stomach. So oh. it's, very, it's a very weird disease, and it ranges for each individual. So the diff like the experience is quite different for everyone. So the specialization on just in regards to finding what works for you is very different. You can't just go to somebody else and be like, mm -hmm. "Hey, we have a like experience." Even within it, it's there's there's differences. But then there's always a way to like connect with people because mm -hmm. like with Camp Oasis, like I was a part of for Zoom for a little bit. So what is what is that? It's like a camp basically for people with Crohn's and or colitis okay and um they you just get to experience like outdoors with doctors on hand if need be um to give you medication but just to have fun and be as normal as someone could be wow. so like you just get to meet someone else who is fighting the same fight as you and it's just a great experience so not only with that, you get to develop a community and a network. And is it people from across the country? Yeah, or it's just in the Midwest? Um, everyone from like anyone from America. There's okay. different spots for Camp Oasis in like Minnesota and places like that. Like there's um, multiple different areas, but it kind of makes you feel like you're not alone awesome. because sometimes with diseases and you don't want to go forth about it, you may feel like you're all alone and stuff. But the true thing is like you're not. What's, um, I think one of the questions is how do people support individuals? So, you know, once individuals became aware or knowledgeable, how, what's the best way did you feel like, okay, this was the support that I needed? You know, I didn't want pity. I didn't want people being like, woe is me. I'm still going to play soccer. I'm still going to go out there and crush it. What is a way people can support like not only you, but then also support others that might be facing something similar? I just say, like, if you know someone who is, just be kind and considerate of them. They might not want to be as public as it as, like, I would be, but just be kind of kind. Just know, like, they're going through something. Don't judge them off of it. Or just, like, when you see someone, don't judge them because you never know if there's something going on. But, yeah, just be kind, considerate, and maybe even just, like, put forth some funds and stuff for the organization. 
And I think the last thing is you just talked about the organization. How can people just publicly that want to get more information about Crohn's colitis, um, how, where can they go to get that information? And then what's the best way for them to support? Is it financially? Is it just being aware? Is there things they need to go to the doctor about? So you could go to the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. There's a website. And there's also a lot of take steps walks, too that someone could go to. There's one here in Lincoln, okay. and it's at the Lincoln Children's Zoo. Do you know uh, when that is? Um, I don't know if they've set a time yet, okay. Okay. but it's usually in the fall. Okay. But um, there's also one in Omaha. But yeah, just kind of send any money to help donate, because um, doctors are near a goal for right. um, Crohn's. Like colitis, there is like some sort of cure like it's not necessarily a treatment plan that's set in stone forever, but there's always challenges with it. But with Crohn's, you just take medication and hope it's the right one. Awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, Tim, we're going to be back on a third segment with you, but um, we're, you're on 93.7 The Ticket, Bigger Than The Score with Peter Ferguson. Um, we'll be right back after this break. <laughs> 